Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Beaumont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well. Hope how are you doing this evening, sir? Doing fine. It's a rainy day in Alaska. Ah, yeah, it's, well, we had a little bit of rain here from Ida. Thankfully, uh, it, North Carolina got, was, was spared this time. We had a, another storm that came up from the Gulf, I guess, two weeks ago, uh, but this time Ida gave us a, a pass and gave us a break so it was actually nice and cool perfect day today here today so it was nice opposite here just yeah. just gloomy i i'm cold mm. <laughs> <laughs> i'm cold there's leaves on the ground i'm like oh yeah it's it's september yeah. so yeah. Early, yeah early fall weather great nice yeah nice nice oh, as far man. As, yeah it's but, been a slow news week it has. I, it, but speaking of news, uh, you know, uh, one of the interesting bits of news from a few weeks back and then fast forward to Michael Rosenbaum uh, and his Inside of You pod. He had Stephen on this week, Stephen Amell. And I know you're, yeah, and I know you're, I know you're kind of done with Stephen because of just, you know, time and I think the incident on the airplane. And actually that was, as far as news items, that was one of the things they, that they actually led the uh, podcast out with right. what was the uh, was the incident so um but, you know it was i was like okay you know he just basically got what well, we suspected he just had too much to drink <laughs> was an asshole to people but uh you know but but deeper than that you know i uh rosenbaum's interviews are just amazing how he can just get people to open up and every time whether it's steven or I was watching another one. I know you and I were talking about the Brandon Routh one last week. Uh-huh. And then, um, and I was watching a couple others where you have folks on. And I just, just really, really dig that podcast. That That's funny because um, prior to getting, starting the show with you today, um, I was looking at my YouTube feed and I saw that episode come up and I'm like, okay, watch later. Yeah. And, um, and in the, the headline for it was like to clear the air like they so i figured that they were going to talk immediately about that yeah but i also earlier this week i was listening to an old tom welling episode because i think all of the ones that he does especially with previous um cast and crew from smallville Mm -hmm. are really good and last week i listened to the one with sophia bush which was really interesting so I, I I completely agree. He it's it's a therapy session. They even talk about how much yeah. of it's not necessarily an interview, but a therapy session for the celebrity and and Michael himself, who has yeah. a lot of issues. Um, but but it's I I like it. It's it's really it's really good conversation to. Mm-hmm listen and to gain insight to these lives of these celebrities and these people yeah, yeah for sure for sure um and and it's not that i'm over steven i don't i don't know it's just that now that arrow is over and because arrow uh season eight oh yeah God, yeah it was such a train wreck and that i don't i don't know there's just this weird thing where i just don't a want to watch heels <laughs> yeah okay yeah i was about to ask you if, if you've uh, had had a chance to uh to watch that yet i haven't i haven't watched it yet either i, I think i'm gonna wait 
until if I do watch it, I'm going to wait until the uh, season has concluded and then just do the free free trial so I can just binge it. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Like part of my resistance, honestly, is not even Stephen Amell at the heels. It's just the fact that it's another subscription service. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And at this rate, it's it's getting to be too many. And that would be the only show I would be interested in watching. So right. I just, and I don't even know if it's going to be season two. I I have, for people who have found the show, I've heard good things about it, but yeah. I also haven't heard loud voices where this is must watch TV now. Right, right, exactly, exactly. I've, I've, I've had similar experiences as well with that show so i think yeah i think we're on the same page there i think i'm just uh, yeah i I, i'm trying to not add any more subscriptions it's hard enough to like just manage but i have been like oh yeah i have hulu i need to like go check out some stuff on that (laughs) i was on hulu today because i have not i feel like i used to be on hulu pretty regularly because i did Mm -hmm. have good handful of shows um, but with 2020, all of those shows seem to have gone in indefinite hiatus, but now billions is coming back and I'm like, okay, so now yeah. I can get back on the Hulu. Yay. 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 Yeah. It's, it's this weekend or is it next weekend? Uh, Sunday. Sunday okay. is when it comes back. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I just watched the last episode that aired and I was like, okay, I, I remember all this. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> feeling as if a year has gone by without it. Like, right. But but I am curious to see, and it's kind of what we've been experiencing with the Arrowverse shows of, okay, so you clearly had to pretty much botch your last season. Mm-hmm. How do you come back to where you left things off, tie up loose ends, and start this other natural arc for the purposes of this season? Because right. you're kind of melding. And and I also have a theory that they're coming back now to air the last four episodes of season five. And mm-hmm. then they'll probably go on a hiatus. And in spring, um, spring 2022, uh, drop the sixth season. Like, yeah. that's my theory. I think, yeah, I, I can't remember if it was either billions or maybe even or maybe succession but i think they were one of those shows actually was going to incorporate the pandemic into i think into the storylines so so Uh, they they which is funny because in the last episode there was a reference to covid (laughs) (laughs) maybe 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 that's already passed i can't remember when it was going to do it but i i do like i said one of those yeah i guess it was billions where they were incorporating it so and I know others have done that too. I mean, I was really like seeing like a speak, you know, speaking of CW and stuff. I, you know, I was watching a advertisement for like the forty four hundred, and they actually you know had people wearing face coverings in in in, in the promo for you know what was going on in that episode. So, uh, but you know, but then of course like an Arrowverse, it's just sort of like what pandemic? So yeah, yeah, what pandemic? Um, speaking about Arrowverse, we did get one bit of casting news. We knew Poison Ivy was coming based on the season finale of Batwoman, um, but she has been cast as Bridget Reagan, who name I don't know, but I did look her up on IMDb, and I've seen a lot of shows she's been in. (laughs) (laughs) She's been quietly in the background to a lot of different things. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the Deadline article where they had announced her her um, casting, and, I, and like you, I wasn't familiar with her. And you know, if she walked on down the street, or or if I, it's one of those things like, oh yeah, I remember seeing them in that show. But yeah, but um, I, I, it's funny because I know Caroline Drys that like teased that they were gonna uh, have the big some big casting news, I guess, late last week, and then. And, it would, and then, of course, they, I guess it was Monday or Tuesday when they when they dropped the news that uh, Poison Ivy indeed is going to be showing up in, in season three. And and of course, as we all know, at the end of that season, um, Kate had like stolen all the things out of the out of the Batcave, which, you know, especially now watching Titans, which I know we'll talk about later. Uh, it's, it's it's interesting to see some of those artifacts in the Batcave now that uh, the Titans are hanging out in Gotham and that. Wayne Manor. Different universe. Different, Different universe. One yeah. is on HBO and one is yeah. on yeah. HBO. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But, but, you know, but the Bat family's everywhere. It, it really is at this point. Oh, well, the Bat family is DC's claim to fame. Yeah. Yes. And they're, <laughs> they're riding that hard because. Yeah, Every we got must integrate a bat. <laughs> yeah, but we just you know, but we just won't see him at all on the CW. But we'll definitely like tease the hell out of him. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. Um. Also about DC and teasing things, it it did get confirmed that we will get another full length trailer for the Batman at the next DC fandom event, which will reminded me this week isn't until October thirteenth. <laughs> yeah, October sixteenth. Okay, October 16th, yeah. um, which is funny because I saw, here's why I asked you that question, yeah. Yeah. because I saw that Christian Harloff, Harloff and Andrew Guy did a did a show together where they were talking about it, mm-hmm. and I it was it. almost advertised as one of those um, pre-fandom events where you yep. talk about all the news, and I'm like, wait a second, is it this weekend? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually did watch uh, did watch that episode uh, this week, and uh, yeah, they were they were getting into a lot of um, a lot of details about the event. But yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, it was the it of course one one of the interesting things that that I did note with it. Of course, obviously we got the big news of the Batman trailer. Of course, there's going to be some behind the scenes stuff with the Flash. Black Adam, maybe now you will actually believe that a Black Adam film is going to happen, or are you just going to wait till it actually shows up in the theater? I don't know. <laughs> I, I have to see it in the theaters. I just I can't believe that's actually happening after a century. <laughs> yeah, that's actually just funny because I, I thought of you when I was listening to the uh, Harloff and Guy uh, discussion because uh, they were talking about, oh yeah, you know, Dwayne Johnson had mentioned this like back in 2013 or 2014 or whenever it was and i couldn't help i was just like couldn't help but think of of you when that whenever and started laughing when i actually heard that them talking about that and thought about us and our conversations here about it but um yeah but you know one or the other you know and they also have some dc tv and uh, you know and, and the posters that they put out was it was very interesting so like you know they had batwoman they had supergirl which i guess they're going to do a retrospective on that show at the event uh in october but i didn't see 
see the TV version of the Flash, and it may just be one of those things where they just didn't want to like have Ezra's Flash and and Grant's Flash on the same poster or whatever. Or, but but even in like the video stills and stuff that they were putting out there, and they had other CW shows in it. Okay. I didn't I didn't see them, in it, you know, and 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 freely admit that it just it's probably nothing. But then again, I was just like, you know, this is like the flagship show now. At, at least, well, you know, and some may argue maybe Superman Lewis is now, given that the, as far as just quality and of writing and everything else. But at least as far as longevity, it's the longest lived show now, given that everybody else is pretty much gone except for Legends. Yeah. And it really, it really should be the flagship sh- show because of the dynamic between Oliver and Barry through the years. Right. Yeah, yeah. When Oliver left, like Barry is now in charge. But I think what we'll be telling is with this crossover event to mm-hmm. launch the new seasons, how who will be clearly the leader of the group? Yeah. Um, and and if that will be Barry or if it's Ryan, um, mm-hmm. I think Ryan is one. I don't think it should be Superman. No. No, I don't, uh, I don't, yeah. It really shouldn't because and I and I and I don't think that that should be the flagship show because it's I like how isolated it is. Mm-hmm. Um and it and it feels as though it's not necessarily occurring in the same universe. Um and and I and I like that because there, there is just so much potential for for Superman and Lois um, because of the they haven't gotten those characters right in a very right. long time. Yeah. So now that they have, I just I just want to make sure we understand the mythology more before mm-hmm. we start crossing over into these other yeah. um, expanded universes. I agree. I agree. Um, and you know, and, I, and, I, and maybe a case could be made for Batwoman uh, as far as it is, but the problem is with that one is just the ratings. Uh, and uh, you know, how long, yeah. uh, how long will CW uh, give? How much rope will they give them? Uh, you know, moving forward, uh, because uh, you know, especially given that you have another show with a, a, a character of color lead coming with Naomi. And mm-hmm. Ava DuVernay being behind that, you know, will it reach a point where they're like, hmm, you know, not, you know, not to sound all mercenary or whatever, but I mean, they'd be, be like, well, you know, maybe we'll, we dial back on Batwoman or, you know, maybe season, if season three doesn't go out the roof, then, you know, maybe they'll say, hey, season four is, is it for them? Who, who, you know, I'm just spitballing, but, you know, there's there is that dynamic going on there. So, but yeah. I, you know, uh, but you know, I, that's you know, and Naomi is also going to get some, um, I think, a tease for the for the at, at DC fandom as well. So we'll get some footage from it. Or uh, and yeah, and, and I think what I read on the actual DC fandom web, website, it's a four hour event. So it's not going to be like uh, it was the last time where it was like. Like the whole whole day, yeah. and then like yeah, I think it was like twelve hours. It's a twenty four. Yeah, I'm sure they'll like replay it, but I think that first run it was like I think twelve hours or something like that. Because I remember we were like, 
talking like all day that Saturday when it first happened. And yeah, then, it started at like nine or eight and ended yeah. around six. Yeah, yeah. So I think this time, yeah, it's supposed to start like 10 a.m. Pacific time. And then, yeah, and run for four hours. And I'm sure they'll like run on a loop. And they're also going to do a DC Kids Fandom event. And uh, and it's going to be available. Sounds like, looks like everywhere as far as uh, streaming. So if you don't want to sign up for the DC Fandom uh, site itself, you can watch it on YouTube and all the other platforms. Sweet. Um, speaking about streaming, one of our favorite shows um, that is on streaming is Doom Patrol. And we did get a full length trailer for yeah. season three, which is coming out later this month. Um, I have not watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I haven't actually sat down to watch the full trailer. I don't want to. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I know we, yeah. It, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot like the other trailers that we've had recently where they just basically set up all the players for the season. Yeah. And so, you know, when, when, when it first drops it, you know, we see Madame Rogue and she's a time traveler and she has a mission for the team. And, you know, and, and of course, all our favorite characters are reacting to that, and we then, uh, you know, she sort of introduces the the antagonist. All of those elements going on, and you know, and of course, got those funny bits, and you know, just 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 reminded me like why this show is just so awesome. I can't wait to the twenty third <laughs> for it to for it to drop. Yeah, and I think they might be doing that three episode drop thing again too, like the yeah. deal with Titans. Yes, because. Because the way they ended season two abruptly, mm-hmm. um, it's interesting that the trailers are are including like here's your mission and everything. When the way they like that is a dark ending. It was to, uh, to a show a lot like pun intended Candlemaker. Um, <laughs> so so I hope with the three episode drop they're able to finish what was started last season and do the setup for this season um, through that, through those three episodes, unlike with Titans where it just was a setup for this, but they also did get a complete season too. So yeah. So (laughs) yeah, I, I'm, this show just always makes me smile because it's such a unique show. It is. You would never believe that this this group or they, this story from comic books, which a there's a lot of characters, there's a lot of background information, and and they just scream dysfunction. But for some reason, when like one of our favorite episodes is group therapy, and and that episode works because it's a bottle episode where it's just these characters interacting with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which I hope, I think last season, one of the negatives was there was not as much togetherness. Yeah. Everyone felt more on their own journeys and then they were, they were appropriately coupled together, but still when they're all together, those bring some of the best moments. And so I just hope there is more of that and less okay, you two go there, you two over here, and then you're doing this. 
Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I think that uh, I'm really hopeful. And I know that, like, I know we talked about this before, but I guess the chief is not going to be in this season. And so, uh, so maybe that'll, you know, having a smaller cast will really allow for that cohesion with the uh, folks to, you know, doing things together, especially with uh, the focus of uh, potentially helping Madam Rowe with her, with her plans to take on these adversaries yeah absolutely and since i already brought it up let's just go into titans okay and this episode what are your thoughts about this episode so so i you know so i just finished watching it right before we uh right before we record it so it's like fresh raw thoughts here y'all as far as my my take on the Titans this week. It was a weird change of pace. Yep. Uh, for from where we were last week. I, I mean, I liked the episode. Don't get me wrong, but it, but I will say, and uh, it it started. It was a kind of a slow burn at the start. Oh yeah. Uh, really, really, really slow burn. And I and I was like, where is this going? But then once all the once the reveals happen, I tell you where really it's like when you know jump into the middle of it of the episode when Dick and Gar were figuring out Lady Vic. Mm-hmm. For me, that's when the things started picking up, and then it was yeah. just like boom, 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 boom. But prior to that, it was it, you know it was okay. We got re- you know we see Blackfire again, and 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 of course you know the, at the very beginning we have the two state troopers couple and and they randomly get murdered by the villain who we at this point we're like okay where and my thought was like where is this going yeah and then there's the tease of flashbacks Mm -hmm. that end up being a nightmare but then we go back to that because it does tie into the the villain story the henchman i don't i don't know if she's a villain um, oh yeah, Dr. she is. Gordon is a very confusing character. Yeah, yeah, she is. Well, yeah, and, and, and she's Barbara's a very inter- interesting character. You know, they did drop the Oracle reference in this episode, which, um, which, which after the uh, killing joke, where the the Joker made you know assaulted Barbara, and she was left a as a result of that attack, the paraplegic, uh, she became Oracle, and yeah. and 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 if so, and of course, and and so you know, so they did have that reference in there. So I'm, I'm you know, so I'm glad, you know, they really dropped in a lot of like those little Easter eggs in 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 this episode that uh, I think really helped when things really did pick up. It it, it made those flashbacks and 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 also the overall arc of this of this season uh you know tied tied it back to to it yeah uh, it 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 also just there 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 was so many missing flashbacks mm. that it doesn't it didn't really make sense to me i they they had the one tie where where Dick and Barbara are being Bonnie and Clyde and stealing these diamonds. And then they find themselves squaring off against Lady Vic and things happen and unfold. Right. Right. And, 
And, and, but they don't ever return to that as like, that's the last Heights because somebody got hurt Mm -hmm. or or how she ended up because I think she was Batgirl at one point. She was. But so, so there, there's something about this narrative that they are, they're not, and, and I hate to say this, they're just not giving me enough of the full history. And mm-hmm. I know they're probably doing this on purpose um, to make me think like, oh, I understand who she is, her perspective, right. and why there's this, um, she's walking this this fine line between wanting the van- vigilantes to help her and then wanting the police to do their job on their own. Um, yeah. And, and, and beyond that, I don't know what's going on with this whole, clearly Barbara and Dick loved each other, things happen. And then on top of that, they, the writers really need to figure out what they're doing with Corey and Dick. Okay. We need more, more of those moments. <laughs> we know that's ha- going to happen. It already yeah. has happened. It will yeah. happen again, yeah. but come on, just, just more. Yeah, I don't know. I, like before, what I what I said is Barbara, especially in this episode, very confusing, mm-hmm. very confusing as to oh, I just want to have fun and break the rules. To I'm like like I don't know. There's just something off about yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point. I, you know, I, I was just thinking about that as as you were talking about Dick and Barbara's relationship. And and I, and I think I could I could see where they were trying to put the threads together because they, it, when we first see them in the first flashback, it was years ago. Dick was in his Robin costume, and they were testing the security of a museum. You know, with when they were with the mm-hmm. and, and and then and then we uh, then we get the next flashback. Well, then after that, then they're at the bar and it's, you know, talk about breaking the rules and all that and, you know, establishes their romantic relationship. And then we get to the romantic relationship where they are either, yeah, they're, looks like they're playing cat burglars on a protested security or for, you know, where Batman was, uh, or I guess not because I guess Dick was about to get called away uh, to help Batman out with something. And she's like, no, stay here. So, um so yeah so there was a lot of like the recklessness i guess uh when with that and 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 which you know now and maybe that you know to which you know resulted in her first set of injuries uh when lady vic like you know cut her leg uh and, yeah. and and so you know, and, and we see this evolution of like because they were careless and stuff. Then you know she got hurt. Uh, then and then somewhere along the line, of course, you know, obviously, obviously the Joker injured her, and she became Oracle. But whenever Dick was like, "Let's use the Oracle, let's use the Oracle program for it," to your point, she. Barbara's like, no, we, we just can't do that because, and it, it is that push pull as far as wanting to have the vigilantes, but also hating the vigilantes. 
and 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 so Barbara's trying to just like be the straight person now, and and is well weird juxtaposition from the person that we saw earlier in the episode when the flashback where they're like let's just break all the rules and just have and and, and in order to achieve our our, our goal, so and 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 then we and then of course we later saw that too when Barbara was lured out by Lady Vic and and when. Uh, Dick called her to like check in. She, she, Barbara ignored it, and because, to your point, she has this thing with the vigilantes where she's like, "No, I'm, I'm you know, we're we're doing this straight. Whatever this is, I'm a but, but also, you know, there's also that weird dynamic. There's that dynamic between Bruce and Barbara too that we saw earlier in the season, where she. She 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 has a very complicated relationship with with Bruce as well. So uh, so you know, given that you think, whenever she got that message and, and say not to bring Dick along, it should have like raised some red flags. But but it didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I don't I don't really understand. Um, I, I I feel like we're going to get more flashbacks, or yeah. we have to, for mm-hmm. this episode to make sense in the long run. I also don't think that they did a good job with Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, just because up until now, we've seen a very different side of him. Last week, it was all Jason and Scarecrow making us understand the events that occurred that made him turn into Red Hood. And then we had tonight's episode where he was, he was the Jason we saw from season two. Yeah. And, and, and I just, I don't know. It just, it it didn't work for me because I'm, I'm just like, okay, so, so why all of a sudden has he reverted back? Why suddenly is he um, drawing the line Mm -hmm. or, or afraid of that line? Um, and and I I think they're doing it purposely so that they they can prove Gar's point in this episode that Jason can still be saved. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. he's still inside there, and he's part of this family too, mm-hmm. for better or for worse. I agree. I agree. But, yeah. But it yeah. also just didn't narratively make sense, especially because last week they took the full hour to explain what led him to be take on the red hood yeah 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 and 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 ultimately red hood's an anti-hero anyway so i think you know i think it was very important for them to have that set of that's bit of dialogue between dick and gar about jason and whether or not he's redeemable or not or is dick gonna kill him to your point that and, and and then when we we see the robbery where that takes place in Tim Drake's family's, you know, in the in the restaurant there, and and Jason's reaction to it, and having to like you know do the inhaler to like uh, basically remove those feelings of remorse, mm-hmm. then that so ultimately I think we are we are starting to see the the beginnings of Jason. Pulling away from Scarecrow and not being manipulated by Scarecrow, maybe 
uh, we also see what what shreds of he knows he you know he knows what's going down is wrong, mm-hmm. and and so you know he's using this as a coping mechanism with this drug, and yeah you know, and and maybe we'll start to see him get weaned from the addiction of it from it, and 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 then go back to you know, again just being an antihero, yeah. um, and. And and not obviously he won't be able to go back to the Titans, but you know there will be some lines that he just won't cross. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we we have um, Blackfire and Starfire. Um, they the the sisters are reunited, and um, that that's building. Whatever's happening there, that is definitely going to reach yeah. it. Climax. Con- Connor and Blackfire had some good moments. They did. They did. Um, they did. I think Connor's becoming under both Connor and Gar. Um, mm-hmm. The last few episodes, I'm I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll yeah. push them to the center more. Push. Them. Yeah, I was I was reading I was reading a blog for post about the, this very thing about those two characters and just to show this third season overall. And, and whenever we were talking about Doom Patrol, uh, it made me think about it again with uh, people being paired off. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, the whole, and I guess this article I was reading really underscored the point that the whole purpose of them leaving San Francisco and the, 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 it seemed that the premise of the third season was for them to get away from San Francisco, come to Gotham, be this great big team and, and do all the things together and, and work together. But what we're, but, to your point, like you said, with Doom Patrol season two, it seems like in Titan season three, we're getting all these pairings. We got you know, we got the Dick story, we got you know, we got Blackfire and and Corey paired off with Gar. Uh, but there's no there's no like overall like big unit cohesion, it seems. Um I mean I guess there was some with with when they were trying to save Hank from the the bomb, which you know this this week they were able to save the doctor uh, from that this time around. Yeah. So I guess there's elements of it. So, um, but yeah, but I guess the one time they did the big team thing together, it was like early on in the season. And that was actually when they like had the big F up um, at, at, at that bank and whatever first dispatched to Gotham. And when Barbara was like, no more, I'm done with you guys. Yeah, well, I mean, we we saw that they had become a team in San Francisco, but ever yeah. since they've been in Gotham, because Dick's roots are deeply invested in Gotham and what's going on with that city, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of made him go on his own journey after Jason and everyone, and now Corey's found her sister. So, so yeah, I I agree with that article. I yeah. I. I, I think that's what's overall happening. And I think that's what continues to happen with this show in general, where we want to see the team, mm-hmm. but they're usually the team at the beginning and at the end of the seasons. But throughout it, they are, are on their own journeys. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. One last point on this one that uh, what was, was a standout. And I think where the episode really did pick up was the seeing Dick's detective skills. I thought that was pretty dope with the way he like he and Gar you know, used, utilized the equipment to like figure out who that it was Lady Vic that was the one who had 
committed those assaults on the, yeah. on the murders in the doctor. I thought that was that was probably one of the strongest points of the episode this week. Uh, and it really reminded us of, of Dick's skills uh, as a detective. And um, yeah, so, you know, which hopefully we'll we'll get to see more of that as the season progresses. I agree. All right. Um, also on TV this week was Stargirl season two. We got an Artemis heavy episode. Surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a bit more of Eclipso and how Cindy or Eclipso is is manipulating people so that they can form the Young Injustice Society. Yep. And uh, Courtney meets Shade in the library where she learns of his true intentions, um, even though she, it's Courtney. So she never believes anything from a villain's mouth. Yep. <laughs> and uh, what else happened? We got a lot of McKnighter. We found out McKnighter, um, Charles McKnighter is actually still alive, despite um, the headlines and the news reports. Um, mm-hmm. But he is trapped in the shade. Yeah. And... Um, Hmm. Yeah. I, yep. I. I think yeah. that that is about it. <laughs> yeah. Those were. Yeah. Those were. Yeah. I mean, I think what I like. I actually like this week's episode because I know we last week we were kind of down on it. On it. Uh, this week was really. I thought it was a really good bounce back. Really, real good deep dive into some of the character stuff with with these with the team. Uh, I think we are starting to see the growth of Courtney, and even even within the episode, she even notes like, "Look, Omi would have just like ran off and did whatever," but we're starting to see her mature some. Uh, you know, and also, you know, the other thing that I thought was a nice little callback to the first episode this season was with with uh, Bruce Gordon, uh, and the and and also. Um, them learning about McKnighter's daughter being being murdered, right? And and because remember the the kid who who yep. uh, was Bruce. Yep. So yeah, so they're you know so I, yeah, so I like what they're doing this how they're building the the story and it really and, and all these little connections are starting to starting starting to come together uh, with 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 this series and and so i i thought this this episode to me advanced the story quite a bit and of course yeah there was it was very heavy artemis and like actually artemis's parents uh are going to be these series regulars in the third season so uh so those are nice little beats too i thought with between the between the moms in particular <laughs> as far as like dealing with teenagers and stuff and so you know, this, 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 those little moments can you know resonate for for viewers, especially if they're similarly situated like like I am. So, uh, so yeah, this is it was it was a good. I thought it was a good episode this week. It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, a lot, last week was um, such a low note for me that this week um, did a bit better because. They they actually decided to take a character and focus in on them, and it made sense. It dealt with some of the a reminder about the consequences for everything that happened in the um, finale, and yeah. and that's what I think. Um, 
the the new the new justice society doesn't doesn't really understand that yeah they defeated the bad guys but mm-hmm. they also with that victory came a lot of loss for other people yeah um yeah. and and icicle's offspring is still wandering the town um mm-hmm. lurking in the background yep. but and i'm i'm waiting for that that real moment of of and I and we got a we saw a little bit of that where Courtney is looking at Artemis and her parents and saying, "Why do I feel bad for them?" Well, mm-hmm. you feel bad for them because in that moment you're seeing a family who right. are being torn apart, despite how those parents like their choices led them to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and also a kid who looked up to her parents thought they were the good guys and suddenly realizing that they're not. Yeah. Um, I, 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 no wonder it's easy for Eclipso to seep in there and increase doubt um, and resentment and anger because um, that's a very hard thing to realize how, who your parents actually are, despite who you thought they were for your entire childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I I I still think this this episode is okay because I'm I'm just waiting. I remember there was a bit of a wait last season um, where it took Icicle literally killing a kid for me yeah. to be like, okay. This is different, <laughs> <laughs> and and it's not like I I need Eclipso to actually kill someone. He technically already did in the very yeah. first episode, yeah. but I'm waiting for a real. Not a darkness, but I'm waiting for um, for for the everything they're setting up to, for there to be a big bang, mm-hmm. some fallout, some regrouping, and yeah. some advancement. And I'm also I, I I don't know. There's still something odd about how they're utilizing. They're getting better about Beth. Beth has yeah. been getting a lot of screen time, um, but. Tyler and and Yolanda still seem to be put on the back burner mm-hmm. and and I'm curious to see what happens with their arcs um because at this point they it 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 doesn't seem like the writers know what to do with them in order to get them to where they want them to be at the end of the season. Yeah, I can 100 100% 1000% agree with what you just said. Can can't, can't really add more to that. Yeah, but but it, it was interesting for this episode to air after that bit of news that you brought up about them being um, Sportmaster and Tigress being season, series regulars next season. So yeah, yeah, um, they'll be breaking out of prison again and again and again. Yep, <laughs> or not maybe, but um, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, last but not least, we have Marvel. Um, with um, a what if about Doctor Strange? What if he lost his heart and not his hands? Um, the one of the stupidest. <laughs> <laughs> I just there when I read that title, I thought to myself, "Well, okay, that's an easy question to answer. He would mm. be dead." <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't live. And then quickly they're like, yeah, we say heart, but what we really mean is the love of his life. Yeah. Um, What if is surprising me 
because I, I appreciate how this concept, they week after week morph and are able to tell a different, ver like, and, and this is no pun intended, a different version of, of time and the watcher and, and, um, and, and, and just, and just a different perspective. I mean, yeah. the, the way from the very first episode, Captain Carter, there, there was no divergence from that mythos. Mm -hmm. Um, and that character and it, and it was very beat for beat. And then when this episode with Dr. Strange, there it was it was the first 15 minutes felt like okay this is similar to what they did with with but oh no he can't undo that it's a fixed yeah. point in time and then they they're like oh he's going dark okay i get it i get it and then they added another twist which i did not see coming where it's like which makes sense i mean why would you bring um the ancient one in and her really not do anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no, she created this. Um, so, so I, I, and I like how the consequences that mm -hmm. played out. Yeah. Um, because it, it made sense to me. I was, I was listening to kind of funny review and they didn't really understand this episode. And, and if it's a fixed point in time, which, which it would be for mm -hmm. this, character in this universe because they made it very clear in this timeline had she not died he would have never become the sorcerer supreme right which which would inherently undo anything everything else he did in that role and on that path and therefore the universe as they knew it would be destroyed Mm-hmm. So so that I that that makes complete sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I, I watched that one today too and I, I saw yeah, I, I I yeah, I think they were missing the missing the point of I think some of the panelists there were missing the point of the the what if and they were getting all wrapped around the axle and like the traditional thinking of evaluating the MCU. Mhm. Mm and 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 you're right from in your introductory comments about this week's about the series so far. I mean, it it really, you know, as an anthology series, I mean, these are all standalone stories, and it's really showing the maturity how the MCU has matured. I mean, it, it, this was the right moment for this show to come along. Right. Yeah, we couldn't have done it about you know back in you know after ten movies. We we needed it's that we're at that place now. We're post we're post the Infinity Saga. I think we're post and and we are we've gotten these established characters, but then this this week's episode really you know shows the, the flexibility and the and the and the the storytelling acumen that that. The, the writer's room, quite frankly, this, that this series has. I, I agree. I, um, we, this, this is, this show was made for this phase at the beginning because 
the moment in Endgame when it's like, oh, we're doing time travel. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. uh, that that makes everyone a bit nervous. Yeah. Because the moment you introduce time travel, you got to have your rules established. Mm-hmm. You have to, and and they talk. I mean, Endgame arguably is a very like you map it all out. It, it has to make sense. And and the fact that not only was it about getting the stones from those pl- places in time, but returning them, mm-hmm. returning them because had that because you don't want to disrupt the events. Right. Um, like with this episode with Dr. Strang, Strange, it, it, it's a fixed point in time because it's something that if if you do undo, you can't like travel back again and 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 kill her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like like it 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 just it you can't undo that kind of thing, um, given the what the the events that follow that death. Um, so and it, and it, and I think what I also found very interesting is this this episode could have played out beat for beat what mm-hmm. happened in Doctor Strange where he did lose his hands but the real choice was does he ever go back and say oh i i want my my surgical abilities back and right. and undo that um and and i don't think that 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 would be something um he he would have ever done so i get why they in place had to had to make him have this love affair and that got cut short and lose the love of his life. Um, it would, it's also similar. I think um, uncle Ben's death is a mm. fixed point in time. It's for a fixed point in t- yeah. 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 You're right. It is a fixed point in time uh, for, for that. And, you know, I think the other thing about this show, especially now where we're at and, you know, we, you know, just coming off of Loki and, the uh, and WandaVision as well because you know else yeah, uh, I was so blown away by this episode I was like as soon as I got finished watching it last night I like sent you a text I was just like wow because I was just like I, I, I was like if we could have you know I was like about to say let's just throw over mics right now and let's talk about this thing <laughs> because uh, there was a so you know with the, with the time travel piece element to it. And instead of doing the, you know, and we've seen all these things before, all, you know, we're, we're all well-established as geeks, the mm-hmm. various time travel rules, either whether it's from the flash or back to the future, quantum leap, whatever. Uh, and, but this, this, what really struck me about this episode was it, it kept, you know, it started out dark and it finished dark. It was like, yeah. okay. Yes, we know normally in these kind of things, yes, the hero wins and all is set right with the timeline. And yes, there's some consequences and stuff, but I mean, but, but usually it doesn't involve the consequences, usually don't involve ending the, the universe, <laughs> right? Which, which should, I mean, yeah. depending on what you're undoing, I, I kept thinking about the the trailer for no way home. Yeah. That was, that was going to go there next. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't not think about that and how potentially consequences. I, I don't think 
that that's going to be a fixed point of time. No. <laughs> I, really no, I, I think it truly has to do with um, some when when you're trying to undo death, mm-hmm. which is very different than undoing. Oh, suddenly I can't perform surgery or. Yeah. I, or, I took this cab and not this cab. Yeah. Or everybody knows my secret identity. Identity. Right. And I just need to be undo it. But you know. But it also gave it gave this episode gave gave a lot of context to this No Way Home trailer mm-hmm. as well, because a lot of people were just going down that rabbit hole of like, oh, it's got to be Mephisto, you know, as far as Doctor Strange, and and I. You know, as I was telling you last night when we were when we were texting about this, you know, I haven't watched Doctor Strange. I think I've maybe watched it maybe two times all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had forgotten about the book. You know, the, the very the the magic book that he, he that in Strange he had. Um, you know, to learn the spells and stuff. But you know, but um, in in becoming the Sorcerer Supreme in this episode. It, he at least at least half of strange i guess you know he conjured a bunch of different pieces different types of magic i mean he had the chaos magic because we saw the red chaos magic from wanda mm-hmm. we, we saw the normal orange magic that we've seen the sorcerers use uh the purple dark ma- magic from uh, agatha mm-hmm. and 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 so um so you know thinking back to to no way home and why why that this version of Stephen Strange seemed a little quirky or odd in in this in this in, in the trailer, and, and maybe people were thinking it was something else. I was like, no, um, I think it's just showing, it's setting up his becoming a Sorcerer Supreme to be the counterpoint to to Wanda and and Doctor Strange too. Because I mean, she clearly is a nexus being, and normally you can only have one. At least in the comics, you can only have one nexus being in any particular universe. But you know, the MCU is very willing to like change things around. And one of the things I theorized with you last night was like, well, maybe Strange is going to be the you know this this what we're seeing here is is the potential counterpoint of him being another nexus being in the Prime universe to 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 be the counterbalance to Wanda as the Sorcerer Supreme to you know be able to to take her on and maybe this is like you know this is how this is how this this the, the what we saw here in the comic in the what if show on disney plus is going to you know maybe feed into uh either into wandavision or potentially feed into the lessons that um steven's going to have to you know, utilize to to um set things right after after peter screwed him, you know, distracted him while they were trying to help him forget his identity. There's a couple, you know, so many places you can go to there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I like that No Way Home is going to be quickly followed by Doctor Strange because we're getting that in March, right? Right. So thank God, because if we had to wait like a year, (laughs) you can only imagine and and I mean it's it's been long enough of wait, and um and right now we're kind of Loki was ended with such a high to mm-hmm. one and more that they're using this opportunity to to experiment with the rules, the realities, and also get us more used to this idea that the MCU is now a multiverse. Yeah, so, yeah. 
The yeah. characters you think you know are going to have these slight changes and these nuances to them. Mm-hmm. And um, which, but you can't, you can't relate that to what what you saw in the movies because that's not the same version. Right. Right. Yeah. So so I I I like that they're they're through this show they're they're telling these stories mm-hmm. and they're also make expanding our ideas about who these characters are yeah. um, and the choices that they make and and to get us ready for No Way Home where we're going to see familiar faces but maybe not exactly who we are accustomed to them being Yep. Um, as well as to whatever's going to happen with Doctor Strange season or Doctor Strange 2. Definitely yeah. agree with you that there's going to be some consequences for his part in No Way Home that will tie directly into what happens in March. Um, and which is it's surprising because like I, I'm like you. I don't even remember sitting down and watching Doctor Strange. But I can't wait for the sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, for sure. For sure. Cause, you uh, think that Spider-Man got a lot of views when that trailer dropped? I can only imagine what Doctor Strange 2 trailer will do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for for real. For real. Because, yeah, because especially, yeah, depending on when they when they drop it. Uh, if they drop it pre, it pre The Way Home or post. Because. It's going to be post. Uh, yeah, cause yeah, cause I guess yeah, cause I guess the thing is, well, cause yeah, cause it probably will be post because in this context, this Marvel Studios are being controlled versus Sony, so they'll do it, they'll do it right, <laughs> so they won't like spoil, spoil well, the outcome. Like they, they, somebody they, with a camera on. Yeah, that. true, true. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, I think they are setting us up, and I think you know, I think as fans, we just have to, you know, given that to your point. They've introduced time travel. They have completely with with you know they op- they they teased it in Wandavision and and then they com- com- they completely confirmed it with with uh, the events that happened at the end of Loki. That we are in a multiverse now, and you know and, and you know and thinking about the multiverse and thinking about the Watcher and some of the things like for example you know each week he the Watcher is becoming more and more of a presence mm-hmm. and. And, and 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 also thinking about Stephen and his powers getting stronger, he, uh, you know, again, you know, the Watcher is a celestial, and whenever he was, you know, observing Stephen and made the comment, I mean, Stephen, like, who said that? Right. So you know, so Stephen, you know, as we're seeing that growth of him, so that by the time we get to the live action version of him again in No Way Home, and then. And then, and and then, and Doctor Strange too. We we know what the Sorcerer Supreme looks like now, and we and we we see that evolution. And even the, you know, and we kind of here here's how it turned out in this particular universe, but in the Prime universe where all these stories have taken place to date, we're going to see that version of the Sorcerer Supreme and Doctor Strange too, and it's just going to be glorious to see him and Wanda showdown. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, not glorious. It's gonna be marvelous. Marvelous. <laughs> oh yeah, you got to do the play on words. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I yeah, the Watcher's presence. Um, 
I anticipate a, something big happening with him at the end of this season, where which will will hype us even more for the Eternals because we're going to start to understand a little bit more about Celestials, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um. So so yeah, it, it's Feige. He's he's always playing chess while everyone else is just like, I don't understand. What <laughs> 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 didn't re- didn't realize you were doing that, but he, in yeah. Feige, we trust. He's definitely moving the pieces where they need to be for this major concept to pay off. Um, yep. Yep. So. All right, on that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me and throw all your theory spirals on this week's episode of What If at Will M. Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K on Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Find us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. And we have a website at www.cenanerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. Bye.